We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app well i'm glad to report that we have a couple of clear thinkers in the upstate i mean you're starting to make me nervous i i was getting very nervous about the entire thing apparently there's some people who love cherry pop tarts will some people like cherry pop tarts i'm just saying uh, a couple of people. So um, there you go. Frosted cherry all the way. There you go. Frosted blueberry. Okay. This is a big discussion this evening, folks. This is the big issue right now is the kind of Pop-Tarts that people like. <laughs> because we were talking about the Pop-Tart Bowl, which was kind of crazy to say the least. All right. FBI and police are bracing for potential threats during the New Year's Eve bash. As I told you, my hometown, 400,000 people are coming. 400,000 people are coming converging on vegas for new year's eve so anybody with half a brain cell who's a local stays away i mean it would be fun one year to just go ahead and be a tourist i was talking about my husband about that just get a hotel room and just do the whole tourist thing on new year's eve you know but you can only imagine what that costs and you really want to be around all those people who are drunk and obnoxious and everything else although i will tell you they make sure it's always very safe they have cops everywhere can't bring a backpack, can't bring a stroller, can't bring anything in a bottle. Um, you have to have a certain kind of size in your purse. I mean, they're very, very strict on that when uh, on New Year's Eve. They block off the strip. They'll start stopping cars, I think, 5 or 6 o'clock. They'll stop traffic. And uh, so, I mean, they, they have done this. I mean, they do it every single year. But anyway, there are threats. But James Smith of the FBI said we're out there to protect the community day in and day out. Uh-huh. He said there are concerns about international and domestic terrorism and rise in hate crime. So, well, you know, we'll see. I, uh, you know, I know that people get mad at the FBI, and I, re- I know there's some people in there who are obviously not doing their job, but I also know there are a lot of people who are honorable who are doing the best they can to keep us safe. And I know some of these people personally, and I'm not going to disparage an entire organization. I'm just not. Because there are people who try. I mean, have you ever worked for an organization where there are people who work with you who aren't doing the best job they could? They're not ethical? Well, that doesn't mean you're not ethical, right? So, but they're going to keep an eye. But I mean, this is obviously a terrorist delight on New Year's Eve with all the people in Times Square and all the people who are going to be on the Las Vegas Strip, hundreds of thousands of people. It's going to be, you know, obviously, uh, clearly a big target. And we don't know. We know that they are here. You know, when I say they, we know that military-aged men by the millions have been streaming in here. We know that. Where are they? Who knows? Where are the kids? Nobody even asks about that anymore, do they? Where are the kids? Remember, all we heard about when Trump was president was kids in cages, kids in cages. And now we don't even hear about where the kids are at all. They're disappearing. Being trafficked? Yeah, I believe so. 
winding up in homes they shouldn't be in. Yeah. I mean, nobody even asks. It's just, it's so, you know, the problem with the whole child trafficking thing is it is absolutely at the highest levels of government that people are engaging in this stuff. And that's the evil of it. I mean, it's evil at any level, but it's especially evil when there are people out there who cover for each other. They're powerful politically or financially, or we, we know what's happening. And all I can say, because when I hear some of these stories, I don't do these kind of stories on the air anymore. I don't do dead baby stories or any of that kind of stuff. When I hear these kinds of stories and I see these things, read about them, and, and you do too, when I see them, you know what, I just, I just get to the point where I just shut down and I say, God, this is on you. I, I can't do anything about it. I can't fix these people. I wish I could. I mean, if I saw a situation that I thought was weird, I would step in there. Years ago, I did this. I was walking my dog in a park. I was, well, it was a long time ago. Walking my dog through a park, and there was a part of the park that was in the back where there were some trails, and you could kind of take your dog off leash, and nobody would say anything. So I was walking back there with my dog. And I saw this guy, this is back, this is a long time ago, wearing those big uh, MC Hammer kind of pants. You know, they, they wore the big, you know, what, what they call them, on a jamma pants or something. And he had a stick in his hand, like a big walking stick, but bigger than a walking stick. And I thought, huh, yeah, Ted Bundy had a fake cast. But that's all I thought. But I saw him with the shirt off and walking around with a stick. So I walked out of that area, put my dog on a leash, and I was walking along the edge of the area I had just been in. And that area was kind of surrounded by trees. So I'm walking on the grass and the trees are to my right. And I'm walking with my dog and I, was, I hear some kids talking. So I stick my head into the clearing. And I see this guy. Oh, there he is again, talking to a couple little girls. They were about nine. So I stuck my head in there and walked in there and... One of the, he looked up at me because he was facing me. They had their back to me. And when he looked up at me, they turned around and I kind of motioned with my finger. I said, I said, come here. And they came over. I said, you know him? And they said, no. I said, you stay out of here. You stay away from him. And don't be back here playing in these bushes because anybody could do anything to you and no one will hear you. So they took off, ran back to their family. I never did see where they went, but I'm sure they went back to their families. And then this guy starts following me through the park. And he starts yelling at me and threatening me because I, you know, broke up his little party. Now, I didn't see him doing anything, but I can tell you that if you're a normal person, you're not caught in the bushes talking to little girls, right? You wouldn't do it. So I walked over to the first table full of people that I saw and I told him what happened and kind of stood there with them, and then they called the cops, and it turned out the guy had warrants, so they took him. I don't know what the warrants are for, or for, but they, they took him. But the point is, you know, when a situation like that comes up, I did what I think anybody else would have done, which is put myself between him and those kids. I'm not saving the world here, but I'm sure I made a difference in their lives. Maybe they remember it, maybe they don't. I don't know, but you have to do it. You see something happening, you have to do it. You have to, you got to put yourself between evil and innocent people. But there are also things I can't fix. There are situations I can't correct. And I can do what's put in front of me. You know, if I see a dog on the highway, I will get out of my car and try to get the dog. I've done it. And I know it's risky. They might run into traffic, but my attitude is they're going to die today anyway if I don't get them off this road. So, and I've always been successful getting them off the road. I'll do it. 
but I can't save all of them. I can't. Sometimes you just can't get to them or whatever the situation is. So what you can do is what you've got, what you can do with what you've got right now while you're here. That's all you can do. And you have to give the rest to God. So when I hear these stories about these crazy people that I know are doing awful things to children, trafficking them, we know these are very sophisticated trafficking operations. And, uh, you know, we know what's going on all over the world. I watched a documentary about it one time that was very disturbing. It wasn't anything graphic. I wouldn't watch that stuff. But it was talking about what goes on behind the scenes. I mean, women are having babies and just selling them the day they're born to somebody. And they don't care what happens to them. I mean, huh? But it's out there. And all I can do is just shut down and give it to God. God knows what they're doing. He's watching you. And you're going to be accountable to him at the end of the day. And that's all I can do, honestly. Doesn't mean I'm not alert to it. Doesn't mean I'm not paying attention to it. And if, if I have a chance to stop something, guaranteed I will. And I don't know, this guy could have hurt me physically. I don't know. But I was willing to step in there and say, hey, leave these little girls alone. You know, you want to, you want to take on somebody who's an adult? Can you, you can't handle an adult? You know, was that the smartest thing I ever did? Probably not. <laughs> he could have hurt me. You know. But my attitude would have been, hey, you left those little kids alone, right? So, uh, and he kept yelling at me, what are you, superwoman? Superwoman? Yeah, actually I am right now. I have superpowers. I kept those kids away from you. There you go. <laughs> Call me Wonder Woman. Put my elbows up. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I'm Heidi Harris in for Charlie James. Coming right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.